You're listening to the Organize My Thoughts podcast, where we teach you how to get out of your head so you can execute the vision. I am your host, Kyla Jackson. Let's get started. Hello, family, and welcome back to another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. In this episode, we're going to be talking about eating the fruit of your words. This discussion is actually a continuation of last week's episode where I was talking about um, people feeling like they're all over the place and really watching what you say. Um, Though you may feel a certain way, what you say out of your mouth really matters. And so before you gloss over this episode where you feel like, I already know that my words are important, I really want to teach on this because this is something that we do. We say things unconsciously we say things out of our emotions and we are really if we look at our lives a lot of us are eating the fruit of our words and it ain't really good fruit it's it's rotten fruit so I want to talk about that in today's episode and specifically I want to talk about it under the lens of this idea of organizing your thoughts and when you are in the process of organizing your thoughts one of the things is that you have to be aware of what you are saying So I want to start this off by reading a scripture that many of you have heard before, but I'm going to read it in two different translations and really break it down. And then I'm going to go into another passage of scripture, which really blew my mind and gave me this like, girl, you need to watch your words type of feel after I read it. But the first scripture is Proverbs 18, 21, and this is in the Passion Translation. And it says, your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. Again, that says your words are so powerful. Your words, your words are so powerful that they will kill or give life. And the talkative person will reap the consequences. I'm going to read that same scripture, but in the message version. And it says words kill. Words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Y'all, we are about to dive into this and this was so good to me. So I want to start back in the Passion Translation version where it says the talkative person will reap the consequences. Now, I'm going to talk about my own self because y'all know sometimes when I'm talking to y'all, I'm talking to me first, okay? I don't necessarily consider myself to be a talkative person in terms of conversation with other people. But when I get emotional about something, I get upset about something or worried, I get real talkative and I tend to talk out of my emotions out loud. And I notice this, especially when I tend to get frustrated with something, I will let it all out. I'll be like, oh, I wish this to come together. Nothing is working out. This is so dumb. I just keep messing up. I keep doing the wrong things. I literally start, it's like one seed just overflows into this like word vomit almost where I don't even realize some of the things that I'm saying because I'm in the height of my emotions. And when it says that the talkative person will reap the consequences, I was definitely reaping the consequences in my emotions, right? So it's funny. I was speaking out of frustration, which is an emotion. And then the consequences of that, that I was feeling were also emotional, but they weren't good emotions because I had said things 
you know, coming into agreement with the spirit of frustration, what began to happen was I started to feel anxious. I started to feel worry. I started to feel depressed because things weren't working out the way that I thought they would. I started to feel really angry, right? So sometimes the consequences that we reap in our lives aren't necessarily physical. Sometimes they can be emotional. Another consequence that I started reaping was I kept hitting this roadblock. Um, I remember talking about this on one of the episodes, I believe it was the first one, where I was hitting this so quote unquote glass ceiling. And I felt like I could only get but so far in certain areas before I'd be right back to the same place. And I believe that that is a consequence of the words that I was speaking out of my mouth. When I was saying things like this will never work out. I keep messing it up. It always turns out this way. It always doesn't work out for me. I was saying stuff like that and then wondering why I kept being in this cycle of not being able to push through a certain area. That is a consequence of my words. And so when we transition into the second um, version of the scripture that I gave, where it says words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. I made the decision to speak death over what God was trying to make live. When I talk about my business, in the beginning, I started building my business in 2018, and I was trying to, one, do it all on my own, um, and I really wasn't. Once God gave me the blueprint, I kind of took it and ran um, and didn't really consult him. One, because I really didn't know how to seek him for the details, but also I was prideful and thought that I could do things on my own. But I say all that to say that what stood out about me, what I was speaking during that process of building my business, every time I hit a place where something did not work out, I would speak not from that moment, but over my eternity. I would speak over the whole version of my life instead of that moment. Instead of saying that this didn't work out, I would say things like nothing that I do works out. Or I would say things like I always get bad clients, like this type of client always comes to me. You see how I'm literally prophesying over my life. I am killing the things that God has planned for me by what comes out of my mouth. And so I'm reaping. I was in that season where I was reaping the fruit of my words. And in this case, it was poisonous fruit. It was rotten. I was so depressed because I could not seem to, one, make anything stick in my business. But also, I just kept getting nightmare clients that put me in this place where I felt like I never wanted to do anything in business again. But Part of that is due to the fruit of my words that I chose to speak because I didn't understand the magnitude of what I say out of my mouth. And so for you, whether you're speaking death over your promise or your business or even yourself, right? We have to look at the way that we speak to ourselves. Remember in the first scripture, it talked about the talkative person will reap the consequences. It doesn't always mean to talk to the person in terms of conversation with someone else. The way that you speak about yourself, those are still words that you are speaking over your life. And you're either speaking life or you're speaking death. Whether you can see it happening or not, your words are causing things to live or they're causing things to die. And so because we live in a two-part world where we live in the supernatural, which is the spirit realm, and also this earth realm, we have to be very mindful of what seeds we are planting when we are in moments of frustration, when we are in moments of confusion and doubt, we were in moments of comparison, 
the words that you say out of those places, they matter. I was just talking to someone not too long ago and they were explaining to me, you know, this idea that they had. And every time they would say something, they always say, I know I sound crazy. I know that doesn't even make sense. I know I'm all over the place. It probably won't even work out. They just kept saying things like that. Every time they said something, they were planting a seed of life and a seed of death in the same sentence. And how do we expect anything positive to come from that? But the problem is most of us say things so unconsciously that we don't even realize that we're saying these things. We don't even realize how we're eating the fruit of our own words because, again, sometimes we can't see it right away. It takes the spirit of God to bring you revelation and clarity as to why certain things are happening in your life. The enemy wants you to be moving on autopilot where you don't take time and be still and think about what you're saying. He doesn't want you to be thinking about what you're thinking about because then you will realize that the source of some of your words are not from God. They're not from frustration, but they are very strategic and intentional attack of the enemy against your mind. Because he cannot get you to say anything. You have to make that decision. But what he will do is constantly plant thoughts in your mind day after day, night after night. And so you begin to believe them. And then the moment that you say it out of your mouth, you have now given him access to wreak havoc, to steal, kill, and destroy. So you have to be mindful. What are you speaking when you are in places of frustration? What are you saying out of your mouth when things don't look like what God said they will look like in your life? What are you saying when God plants an idea on the inside of you that's bigger than you and you don't have all the details yet? Are you speaking death over it? Are you speaking life, understanding that God will give you the clarity and confirmation in the directions as you continue to trust him? Here's a good one. What are you saying out of your mouth when the enemy uses someone close to you to try to speak death and doubt and fear into the very thing that you're building? Everybody that's around you is not rooting for you. Even some of the people that are the closest to you. Sometimes they're not rooting for you because they don't understand what you're doing. Sometimes they're jealous and they're envious. Sometimes, and they will probably never say these things, but you have to be discerning of the way that the enemy will use an open door in someone else's life. And that open door could be bitterness. It could be jealousy. It could be envy. It could be comparison. And he will get them to say things to you that cause you to doubt what you're doing or cause you to be fearful or cause you to feel like what you're doing is not good enough or all of these things. And just because it's a person close to you, you feel like they're telling the truth. But we have to be mindful to not make an idol out of the words of people that are close to us. The enemy does not play fair. He will use anyone. And so you have to protect whatever it is that you're building, whatever it is God said about you, protect that. And choose to speak only what God is saying about the situation. And mind you, these people, they don't mean any harm. I mean, some of them do. But sometimes people don't even realize that they're being used. I can't tell you how many times I have shared something that I'm doing. And someone has said something like, oh, well, so-and-so is already doing that. Oh, you might as well do it like so-and-so. Or that's not going to work. Why would you even think that was possible? Well, when I tried to do that, it failed. So just be mindful of that. People are always speaking their words out of their own experiences. And remember that the enemy is using them to plant a seed. The seed is in the form of a thought. You've now taken what they said and you start to think to yourself. You start to question yourself. Well, is this really going to work? Will it really be a success? What if it's too similar to what someone else is doing? 
What if they're more qualified than I am? And the next thing that you know, these thoughts that you were thinking inside of your head because of the seed that was planted are now the words that are coming out of your mouth. And now the fruit is being produced in the form of anxiety, fear, worry, and sometimes even premature abortion where you are just deciding not to do what it is that God has called you to do all because of a seed. I told you guys on this podcast, we're talking about getting out of your head and executing. And a part of getting out of your head is to cast down these thoughts before they become words that affect not just that moment, but also your future. And I keep staying on this topic because I feel like this is so relevant. You ever noticed that you didn't start to feel fearful until you left the company of certain people? You didn't start to doubt what you were doing until you saw something on social media and someone was speaking out of their own insecurities and fear. And now all of a sudden you're questioning everything that you did. That's intentional. That is a diabolical plot to sabotage you with your own words. Remember, if the enemy cannot stop you from doing what it is that you're doing and birthing what it is you're birthing, he will get you to try to use your own words against you because the enemy understands the power of your words. The enemy understands what happens if you allow him to get inside of your head and whatever you speak out of your mouth will come to pass. It says that your words give life or they kill. We have to start taking our words seriously. So I want you to ask yourself, is where I am right now a result of my words? And have I been speaking words that are producing good fruit or poison? And sometimes it might be a mix of both, but I want you to write these things down. What is going on in your life? And start to trace back the thoughts that you've been saying to yourself for years. Things that just have become so natural. Statements that have felt so normal to say out of your mouth have are producing fruit. And I want you to pay attention to those. Your words control your life. And I want to give you another example. I want to give you another scripture that has really made me very cautious about the words that I say out of my mouth. And be more mindful of the effects that they have. So James 3 um, verses 3 through 6. In the message version says, a bit in the mouth of a horse controls the whole horse. A small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. A word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. It only takes a spark, remember to set off a forest fire. A careless or wrongly placed word out of your mouth can do that. By our speech, we can ruin the world, turn harmony to chaos, throw mud on a reputation, send the whole world up in smoke and go up in smoke with it. Smoke right from the pit of hell. I really want to emphasize that it says a word out of your mouth may seem of no account, but it can accomplish nearly anything or destroy it. Start using your words to produce good fruit in your life. You've been spending all this time talking negative. It's time for you to start speaking the word. It's time for you to start speaking faith into what you're believing for. That is what gives you the confidence and the ammunition to birth these things out and to be consistent as you execute. Even when you run into 
pitfalls and, and roadblocks that you didn't expect. Your words determine how those situations turn out. Verse five again says, it takes a spark, remember, to set off a forest fire. If one word you say is as powerful as just a spark of fire setting off an entire forest fire, if it can burn all of those trees down, imagine how many more it could plant. If you would speak the word of God out of your mouth, you would speak faith into your situation. Fire can be a beautiful thing. Fire is a light. It's a source of light. Imagine how much light and life you could be speaking over your situation if you were just more mindful of your words. And it's not intentional that in the beginning of this scripture, it says that a small rudder on a huge ship in the hands of a skilled captain sets a course in the face of the strongest winds. You are the captain. You are controlling what is happening in your life out of your words. God can only do what it is that you speak out of your mouth. We often limit what God can do by what we literally say out of our own mouths. We kill the promises with our words. We kill opportunities and things that God wants to do on the earth with our words. That is how much power that we have. But if we begin to shift our language, we will begin to be able to stay the course even in the face of the fiercest winds. No matter what storm is blowing through your life, or no matter what pitfall, what roadblock, you can determine the outcome of that by your words. So I don't want to leave this episode without giving you something practical to do. I want you to click the link in the show notes and download the battle plan. And I want you to write down a lot of the things that you've been saying unconsciously, whether it's out of fear, out of doubt, out of worry, out of insecurity. I want you to write those things down on that chart. And I want you to find scriptures that come out of that you can begin to speak out and change your language. And then I want you to print that thing out, put it on your wall and start to declare those things every day. Because that is how you shift from rotten fruit to good fruit. So this wraps up another episode of the Organize My Thoughts podcast. Again, don't forget to click the link in the show notes to download the battle plan template. And share this episode with a friend if you found it helpful. And I will talk to you guys on the next episode.